Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's poppin' congregation? We're back with another installment of Scam Goddess. Today we have a comedian, a writer, an actor on the show. Also my homie, my homegirl, who I haven't seen in a minute in person because, you know, Omarion was out here touch, dancing around. And so we're finally in person in the studio. This is crazy. You can catch her on Fairview on Comedy Central and the upcoming Hulu series History of the world part two also check out her hilarious content on the lisa gilroy on all platforms and i'm not playing with y'all guys this is not like one of them push ads i be living for lisa and if you follow me you see me reposting it's t-h-e-l-i-s-a-g-i-l-r-o-w i have never done that at the top of the show but you lisa gilroy listen every every everyone i know is I think everyone I know is mad at me. She made an anxiety anthem. Honey, anytime I go anywhere, I'm like, I think everyone is mad at me here. What did I do? Guys, congregation, please. Oh, congregation, one more note. I just want to thank y'all. I want to thank the missionaries in the congregation, the bishops, the ushers, um, the usher board, the deaconesses, the mother of the church. I want to thank y'all so much for getting people to vote for my scam show. We won the Webby again this year and this time it's in person and I get to do my scams in New York. I love you guys so, so, so much. And when y'all tell me how this show helps you or how you enjoy it, I just want y'all to know that it really touches my heart. I know I don't read the nice things that I listen to letters, but I do read them personally. I just don't want to read compliments to y'all I know y'all got a busy day but congregation thank you thank you so much and congregation please stand up stand up stand up (laughs) stand up and welcome the Lisa Gilroy to the show Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Lacey, my Thank love. Thank you for being here, queen. And she looks so cute. We look so cute. Okay, I if we're going to talk about who's looking cute, you guys need to know, because I feel like Lacey's never going to tell you this. But listen, the woman is in studio today. I walk up. She's in this gorgeous little 60s, sexy, little mommy dress. She's got her hair delicately curled. She's, her face is oh, perfectly beautiful. Wow, what She's a description. She's walking around with a clipboard. Buy, sell, buy, sell. <laughs> my assistant's over here. Producer's over here. She's running the show. 
Yo, we're happy to be in here. I, honestly, my producing team, Marina on the sound engineering, Judith on, on all the other producing, uh, Emily's here, my amazing assistant, and it, it looks like they're running the Star Trek Enterprise. It like, does. I'm seeing a lot of typing, a lot of like, it's, the studio is very nice. And you are the sexy alien at the head <laughs> of all of it. But yo, I have to ask you, Lisa, what is your relationship with scams? Have you ever been scammed? Do you like them? Do you hate them? It could be anything. I feel like I am a little bit of a piglet, a bit of a pig girl. What um, does that mean? Like, just like a weasel pig in a way where, like, I feel like I grew up always looking to try to cheat at everything. So I, that. I feel like I have dedicated a lot of my life to scams. Like, even in fourth grade, I was already forging my dad's signature on, like, checks. Yes, I was, too. Okay. My mom had a stamp with her signature <gasps> on it. So in sixth grade, I got 35 detentions, and they were all for being late to class. How are you late in a building that contains the classroom? I don't know. I managed. I would be talking in the hallways, chilling, everything. And I had good grades, so my parents were never worried about me, and they never paid attention. Yes. My mom had a stamp in her office that had her name on That's it. simply crazy. So Is that wife, just like a thing of the 90s? I think it was because now it's like if you have um, DocuSign, it's like you have the signature saved on there. Yeah, and no one can just so like walk into your office and take that and leave with right, it. Right, it's the same shit. But the stamp that I had, I realized I had to wipe off the corners so there was oh, no looking look like, like a, a stamp. stamp. But, but And then... If she used it, it looked like a stamp. That's true, but as a kid, I'm trying to think yeah, about... Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. You know, I'm on my miles law ahead. and order. I'm like... <laughs> dun I'm you like trying, becoming you know, Lacey Mosley at that the time. That was Netflix. What is the Law and Order one. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. Boom, boom. boom. Do, 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 yes. Do. So I was on my Law and Order shit. So mm -hmm. I would wipe the stamp off and I would stamp it. And finally, after, because every time you got a fifth detention, so when you, whenever you got five, you had a Friday night, which meant that on Friday, you had to stay for three hours for three-hour detention. Wow. And I thought that was such a punishment to teachers uh, as an adult. I'm like, why y'all gonna make them sit with these kids for three hours? Send them kids home. Yeah. What are we doing? But... I had accumulated five of, or well, 35, so seven of them. <laughs> and I can do math. And by the time I got to the seventh one, they called because they were like, you can need all these stamps and these signatures from your mama. But like, does she really know? I, I think they figured out my stamp game. <laughs> and they called my mother and she did not know, obviously. I told her I was at play practice. <laughs> She's like, can't wait to see guys and dolls at the end of the year. <laughs> All this hard work you've been putting in. I was like, no, mama, I got to play practice tonight. <laughs> yeah, for three hours. Mm -hmm. And I'm the lead, and it's going very well, and yeah. my kids are losing it because I'm so talented. Going so good. And I wasn't playing, so she didn't, you know, my parents are, they're also very involved in their own lives, which I love, because I was like, I have a kid, and have my own life. Yes. But let's go back to you. We're talking about fourth well, grade. I had a very stunningly similar experience Ooh. to you, because it started with the checks, although my dad was kind of on board with that, because I think he just didn't want the bullshit of, like, sign the check, send the kid, you know, because it was like, book fair, field trips, yep. they always need to like send a little bit of money and my parents never had cash so he'd always just send a check and I feel like he taught me to be a little liar because he like sat down and he was like, look, here's my signature. Do you think you can do that? Ah! <laughs> like it was like, don't come to me anymore with these questions. Just learn this and then I started doing it and then he did get like flagged for 
some sort of like financial fraud thing. I remember he got a scan <laughs> of one of the checks that I had signed in the mail. And it was like, did you really do this, sir? <laughs> and he like called me in and he was not mad that I did it. He was just mad that I hadn't mastered his signature well enough to keep this new signature. Your dad was busy. He was like, why are they bothering me about your foragery? We worked on this. Yes. But then well, the same thing happened to me with the attendance. Because then when in like middle school, high school, I started calling into the office. I, my, I didn't have a stamp with my mom's signature, but I could do her voice pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I call the office. I do it early in the morning before the secretaries were there, so I didn't have to talk I to them. I need you to just, do the voice when you call. I would Give leave me the a voicemail. Give me the voicemail. I just say like, "Hello, this is Samina Lorenz calling on behalf of Lisa. She's in homeroom seven hundred two. She's just not feeling well today. A um, little bit of a bellyache, poor little squirt. Um, so we're just gonna pull her out for the day. Thank you so much. If you need anything, give me a call. And that's when I would leave her cell phone number because it would never call. I'd be right. like, you know. To yeah. like extra seal it. Yeah, with a that's sealed. That's the good. That's like me wiping off the edges of the stamp. Exactly. That's it They're never gonna call. They're like, the oh, Amina called. She left her phone number. There's no way this is a scam. But it was. And then at the end of the year, I got called into the principal's office because I had. He showed me like the spreadsheet. It was A for absent. I'll never forget because I had like hundreds of them, and they were all green A's, which meant excused absences. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "How is this?" what's going on in your life that your parents are calling to excuse you every day? And you were like, I'm that girl. What do you mean? I have things to do. Well, right. I mean, then I just like <laughs> burst into tears and I was like, my parents aren't getting a divorce. And they were, but I wasn't upset about it. But it's just like, if you are if you cry about that in front of an adult, you can, oh, yeah, you you can have whatever you want. Oh, yeah. You yes. can have whatever That's you like. That's how I cry in front of the police when I get pulled over for doing very illegal traffic moves. I once was driving, <sighs> I call it horse and buggy hours, the OG you listeners know that um so <laughs> late at night in los angeles and this like 1 a.m yeah, yes. after midnight basically it's Rules nobody on apply. the road exactly those are horse and buggy hours yes. yeah the light is red nobody's coming i'm gonna take a left-hand turn from the furthest right-hand lane of course and what y'all gonna do about it my horse is tired yeah and then they pull me the over and i'm like <laughs> I, I would sell out i would sell out the woman race so fast so sorry to all the women out there trans women included so sorry for all of y'all because um um, I would be like, <laughs> I'm just a woman who doesn't know how to drive. <laughs> I'm from Texas. Oh. I don't even. Where, which way do I turn the steering wheel to go home? I got to get home. My period is tired. Oh, my God. My period is bursting. I got to get home because of lady parts and my hormones. My breasts are too heavy. <laughs> I can't see out the steering wheel. That's why I'm driving bad. My woman brain is exhausted. And then I would get out of the ticket. It worked every single time. Wow, I love that. Especially if you can produce a little wet eye. If you can get a little oh, moisture yeah, yeah. in the Which eyeball. Which you can. I mean, a stunning actress. Of got to. An award winning. Also, I'm black. So I feel like there's other implications. There definitely are where it's like, please don't kill me. And, yes. they, and they know that's real. This is the LAPD, okay? They they loves murders. So I, <laughs> yeah, I work gotta... all the tools in the toolbox. For sure. But uh, let's get into our first segment here. What's hot in fraud? This is where we warn you guys about popping scams on the street. And more often than not these days, we get a listener letter from you guys, as always. Snitch on your friends and family at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Just make sure the scam is retired because we don't want to what? Yes, fuck up your bag. Amen. Uh, at least I need a fake name for this person. Gender doesn't matter here. It can be anything. Um, Bran Sofa. Brand Sofa. Mm, 
it's giving Game of Thrones, <laughs> but it's also giving Furniture City. Right, right, you right. know. And I did have to stop myself from saying brand it's new. It's giving so Ashley's far. Furniture, Game of Thrones, Westeros. Yes, brand couch. Is that what you said? Brand Sofa. Brand Sofa. I turned it into couch immediately. Wow. Brand Sofa. Uh, so Brand Sofa says, this scam no longer works, but for more than three years, it was a lifesaver. I picked Brand Sofa because, guys, we have a beautiful import from Canada here. <sighs> Lisa is a Canadian. Oh. Eh? Oh, eh? Uh, bacon? I can't do the Canadian accent. Everyone knows I will butcher and disrespect your nationality over and over again. It's well, my hey, favorite you thing. Got, I mean, there's different accents through all of Canada, but I'm from Alberta where the men are like, you want to go for a rip, buddy? Want to get <laughs> go for a rip around the block, eh? Now, what, now, now, if you go for a rip around the block, what is that? Go for a rip, like a ride in my truck. Oh, eh? just ride around the block in a Yo, truck? Yo, bro, you want to go for a rip? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. this is something that the bros consent to. They want to go for a ride oh, yeah, around. They're around, bud. Okay. Okay. Listen. There's not much else to do, Lacey. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> I still remember when Sarah Palin was like, I can see Russia from my house. Yeah, yeah. And and then I really Googled it when everything started to break out in Ukraine. I was yeah. like, can you see Russia yeah. from and you actually and you actually can. can. Okay, yeah. I, I did the exact same thing. There's like a body of water that's not that long that's yeah. in between... Alaska and Russia. And in Alaska? fact, I feel like, uh, oh, now I'm going to say something. Why else. am I saying Alaska? You talk about Canada and I went to Alaska. That's not the same. That's okay. And you know what? <laughs> your, your, gut, your gut is right. It am should I be high? ours. It should be ours, Lacey. And everyone knows that. That's true. Not, not that it's very cute. I mean, Alaska, if y'all listening, good for y'all. There's some oil up there. But like, I've been to the snow. Yukon, which is right next door, but no one gives a shit about that. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, you know, wild Alaska. I'm up there in Alaska. I'm like, Yukon's just like the less sexy brother. I'm like, I've been up there. No one wants to hear shit about it. Yeah, either one. But so Brand says, I live in Ontario, Canada. And up until a few years ago, transit cards for public transportation were handled by each individual city. But then in 2018, the system changed. Mm. And all the cards were issued provincially by a company called Presto. Yes, I remember those. Boom, pop, Presto. You remember Presto? Yeah, because I was living in Toronto before I moved out here. And then you could have a Presto card for the subway. Yes, yeah. yes. It's like the Metro card in New York which yes. I don't take the train anymore when I go to New York because I'm not there for long periods of time. If I was, I probably would because it's just faster and cheaper. But the train in New York, the ghetto, the ghetto, <laughs> the ghetto. And then they want to raise the price. Every time I go, it's a new fare for the Metro car. And I'm like, bro, y'all not raising the standards in the train. Like, right. I don't got Wi-Fi. Exactly. It's the smell bad. It's many rat apartments out here. <laughs> like, rat real estate is booming in New York. Right. Like, rat got houses, you know. I'm mm-hmm. jealous, honestly. Uh, but yeah, so this is the Presto card um, in Canada. Beforehand, you would have a different pass for each month and a different card for the passenger category you were in. So like a child, an adult, a student, senior, a senior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, you on it. You know. I know. I've so, been a senior once or twice <laughs> in my life. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you got to be a senior or a baby. <laughs> now, it was one card for everything. So now it's changed. Presto's like, boom, bam. Papaya, presto, one card. This big of a change caused all sorts of headaches, but scammers, myself included, quickly found an opportunity. When a child presto card is used at a bus stop or train station, it doesn't charge the card because children under 12 ride for free. Hell yeah. I love that. Kids, I love the discounts for kids because they are unemployed criminals that squatted in your womb. And honestly, we shouldn't have to pay for them more than we do. You know, feed them, clothe them. 
take them to school. So, yeah, you should get free rides for the kids. So it doesn't set any alarms when you use a child card because the cards all look the same. Um, Ben says, and since you couldn't visually tell, yes, what kind of card a person was using based off how it looked, an adult could hypothetically use a child presto and basically have free transit while looking like you're paying. Now, I'm not saying I did that, but I am saying I never had to put more funds on my card to ride the subway and then Brand put some eyes. So, Brand, you did that. Brand, I love you. I think that's a wonderful idea. And I wonder if they've changed Brand said, I'm not admitting since. to any guilt in this email, but... um, I wonder if it's still like that. Because I'm sure you just put your Presto card and it goes, boop, no matter what. Well, so. it must have changed because it doesn't work anymore is what Brand said at the top. So I know you've been out of Canada for a little bit. So as a broke student trying to finish school, shelling out nearly $150 a month and over $1,500 a year just to ride a bus or a train, this that was never on time, always dirty, and took forever to get anywhere didn't sit right with me. I know that's right. You didn't even have to put those qualifiers in here. Mm-hmm. There could have been a beautiful train with AC, Wi-Fi, yep. and a massage therapist, and I still would have said, steal it. Uh, but this scam saved me just under $5,000 of the Whoa. course of three years. Wow. A few months ago, the fare machines got upgraded, and now they display what type of card a person is using. I got caught and was nearly given a $500 <gasps> fine, but was able to fake still cry my way out of it. Still, wow, $500 Graham. is peanuts compared to all you say. Right. It is, but I still don't want to get caught up. Also, Brand, I love that what we just talked about tied into this because I hadn't read this whole thing before. I try not to read it. And they were crying, and that's how they got out of we it. We do love to cry. And we tears do. are liquid gold, and they'll buy you anything. They will. Listen, wow. I love that you're at the turnstile and the subway popo come. You're like... <laughs> But why can't I just have the heart of a child? Or why can't you say like I am a child? What are you gonna do? Children, I'm a child of God. Children like, don't have IDs. That? Like there's no ID for a child to be like prove you're under twelve. Yeah, but we look like we don't look like children. I do. Ah, Excuse me, not sir. Voice. I do. I don't know what I am. A little girl. I'm just a little baby. What if I did that? They'd be like, this woman is. Insane. Right. I feel like we would get 5150. I feel like they get put us in the padded room, but I would try it still. So this works. It says RIP to a great loophole that helped a lot of people. Love the podcast. Oh, yeah. And congrats for the kids' choice. Wait, thank you. You're so sweet. Yes. That slime is a scam. And that's why I ran from it. I did see you running from it. Yeah. We had a video go viral on TikTok of me and Jaden, who plays Millicent and I, Carly, running from slime. We are black. Okay. No. And you're wearing a gorgeous dress. Yeah, no ma'am. No I got slimed in the Canada version of this. Really? Yeah. And I was wearing like a beautiful like peacock feathered dress. It was so fun. It had like a little corset top. Did you know you were getting slimed? There was a chance because it was like you could vote on the kids' hosts of who you wanted. They don't tell you because they told us we were in the slime zone. That's why we ran when it started happening. Ours was different because we're Canada. So it was like so much smaller. We were there. We we were literally. (laughs) So they're more aggressive. They're like, they're Canadian. We're sliming everyone. We're not going to tell them. We're not going to pay for the dry cleaning. No, you know what we were doing? We were standing (laughs) on a soundstage in Toronto, just two people on the stage going, oh, what's up, everybody? You're watching the Kids' Choice Awards. And then we would cut to your goddamn footage. Ah! We didn't even have our own show. America. Look, we're trash, but we're great at entertainment. That's where we really monopolize. And Canada loves you deeply. Oh, thank We, we just want to be like you guys. <laughs> I love that you guys love us because we're, we're very jealous of you. Because we've never we... noticed you. <laughs> <laughs> we're so aggressive. We get on everybody's nerves. It, it, that's what I learned when I moved, like lived in London for a little while. I went over there like, I'm an American. 
American and quickly learned to just be like, no, I'm from West Gloucester. <laughs> uh, I'm from Ealing Broadway. No, yeah, I never, America never heard uh, of her. I'm also a baby. Wait, is that the the the, uh, the country that does all the gun murders? <laughs> yeah, I'm no, never been woman. there. <laughs> just a woman. Just a woman from East Broadway. Uh, but guys, we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements and we'll be right back with my favorite segment of the show, Historic Hoodwings. Scams! I know a lot of y'all out there have those unemployed roommates. Uh, what, do we, what do we call them? Uh, children. Yes, yes. You have some of those unemployed children. And just like Whitney said, they are the future, okay? Don't you want to set your child up for success? Is your child asking questions on their homework and you scamming them because you don't feel equipped to answer? Come on now. I haven't seen a trapezoid in so long. I can't use a protractor, Okay. That's why you need to get IXL Learning. It's an online learning program for children. It covers math, language arts, science, social studies, and it's designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. We love some positive reinforcements. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S., okay? Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash Scam Goddess. Visit IXL.com slash Scam Goddess to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. If you're a person with titties, bras are so uncomfortable and constricting. And now we finally like have something that's changing that skims is changing that skims bras. They're worth the hype. They're amazing. The shape, the support that they give, but also they're, like I said, comfortable with you on your nipple okay i love the fits everybody brought in onyx which is like the black one like that's normally like the clothes that i'm wearing and stuff but like i also really love the wireless form push-up plunge bra because you know you sometimes you gotta give a little a little cleave a little titty okay you know what i mean make it cute so shop skims bras at skims.com now available in 62 sizes 38 to 46 H plus get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Cut! And we are back. And it's time for Historic Hoodwinks. This is where I will regale Lisa with a famous con caper group of criminals, a uh, Ponzi scheme. We'll see what we're working with today. Um, guys, we're going back to the 90s. Put Hell your yeah. choker on. Do your <laughs> practical magic. Take your little pieces out of your ponytail and color them with hair mascara, why don't you? Yes. Wear everything that Gen Z is wearing and acts like they just discovered it. Right. <laughs> Gen Z is my bullies. I love them and I want to please them, but I'm also mad at them. Mm, like, I'm please deeply like afraid me. of them. Yeah, please yeah. like me. I'm so scared. So in the 90s, there was an unprecedented period of technology and economical boom. We're talking about Al Gore's internet, cell phones. Boom, boom, you know, pow. Boom, pow. Presto. Along with this economic bubble, the Beanie Baby bubble helped mark the 90s as such a period of nostalgia. Did you ever own a BB Baby? Hell yeah. Beanie Baby. <laughs> I had Beanie Babies in you. I feel like maybe I had one. I had a few. And, you know, my most prized possession, which I did think was going to be my college tuition, was a little dragon called Magic. Mm -hmm. And his wings were filled with water. 
And I ke- never played with him. I kept him in a shoebox because I thought I was going to be <laughs> deeply rich because of him. Right. Dragon, water dragon was going to go up. I mean, the man had water in his wings. What other beanie baby you have has one of the elements of the earth? Right. And I feel like the dragons always go for money because I remember at that time I had Pokemon cards. Oh, and I yes. had a, ch- a holographic Charizard. Charizard. Yes. Yep. Holographic Charizard. And I sold it and I made a little coin on the playground. Yeah. Made a little coin. They probably made you more You know, off Lacey, of me. this isn't the first time I've heard you talk about your Pokemon swindling in. <laughs> In elementary school. <laughs> I ain't give a shit about Pokemon. I ain't know how you catch them all. I was just like, I got to catch them all because people want them and I'm going to sell them. And that's it. So Ty Toys was founded by Ty Warner, a failed actor turned sales rep who got his start at Dankin Toy Company. Imagine we're both actors, being an actor and then just being like, I'm going to work at a toy company. I'm astounded because I'm just putting it together that it's not T.Y. Beanie Babies, which is what I've been calling it my whole life and what everyone I know has called it. Yeah. Did you ever call it T.Y. Beanie Yeah. I never knew so that So some it was guy's Ty. name was... Okay, this is so... Imagine his name was Travis and we were just like, I got the newest Travis Beanie Baby. Oh, that wouldn't work. I feel like T.Y. gives toy. That's giving me toy energy. But he's, he scammed us because he made us think it was, I thought it was like TM, like trademark. I thought it stood for something important, but it's just some guy's name. That's crazy. Truly. He was known for antics such as meeting clients by rolling up in a Rolls Royce wearing a fur coat and a cane. Okay. Okay, Willy Wonka. And yes. then he pretends to trip, does a somersault. <laughs> yes! Stands up and awards energy. someone to be baby factory. They're like, uh, Ty, it is 81 degrees. Why are you in a fur coat? For the oh. kids. <laughs> baby, baby, when you always this hot, you always get cold. Ty, that don't make sense. Ty, that don't, what does that mean? No, baby, don't worry about it. Wow, who knew he's Ty was such energy. an Amazon? He's a He's a stuffed animal tycoon. Right. Ty stands for tycoon. And maybe he had a little earring that was the heart tag that said Ty on it. Oh, I hope he did. And he was like, I'm the first Beanie Baby, actually. Right. I am literally the first Beanie Baby. I love that. So prior to 1986, most stuffed toys were filled with stiff cotton. Oh, yeah. I hated those rough toys. Mom, give me something softer. Right. Meanwhile, we'll play with the box and a rock before (laughs) we play with the actual toy. Kids, Kids don't need much. So when Ty Warner joined the game, he introduced toys filled with plastic pellets or beans, which allowed for flexible, more realistic toys. That's crazy, Ty. Yeah, you Get know, a realistic it. bear. Yeah. Wow, I, this bear feels like it has a million little pellets in it. How realistic. Kids are like, oh, I feel like I'm really getting mauled by this beanie baby bear. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? But, okay. The salesman turned inventor was immediately fired from Dankin, which prompted him to move with his own toy company, Ty Inc. Wait, now, what Dan did Now, y'all could have made a bag. Why did y'all fire? Yeah, why did he get fired? Does it say? Our fur-wearing homie. It does not say why he was terminated. Have no clue. Hmm. Ty's first move was to release Beanie Babies, priced at just $5 each. Then he decided to sell exclusively to small boutiques and toy stores, limiting the number that they could purchase. So now he's making it exclusive. Much like how there's so many diamonds in the world, and diamonds actually don't have the value that we place on them, because what they do is they make it exclusive by not releasing as many, and that way it stays like a popping business but you can get you a shiny rock like they're everywhere wow um but yeah so that's what diamond mines do which are ruled by colonizers who steal wealth from other people's land anyway at <laughs> at the same time there was a little information available even within the company as to the quantity of each kind of beanie baby sold or which stores would carry what so you couldn't even figure out like how many do they have how you know it's much yeah. like the sneaker game now like StockX and nike it's like we don't know 
how many of these cool right. gray Jordans they have. And know. because they're all different little critters, you might be like, uh-oh, you got the last gecko, and I wanted right. that gecko. There's only one armadillo, and I have it. Right. What are you going to do for this armadillo? I wonder if he based them off of actual, like, endangered species models. He's like, guess what? That's sweet of you to think that it went that deep. There's only a few lions up. Remaining. Right. That would be cute. He was like, the elephants are being poached. Yeah, if he had a message and he was like, guess what? You want to buy the Beanie Baby elephant? Well, you can't because we've mistreated them. How do you feel about that? No, I don't. He was not that deep. This forced collectors to build their collection by visiting multiple retailers yes. where it would often seem like the toys were sold out. Fun fact, Ty Warner was so worried about copycats that he personally insured at the back of the Beanie Babies 1989 catalog. And it had a warning that read, warning, if you or anyone dare to copy our creative designs or patents without written permission, ownership of your internal soul passes uh, to us and we no. will have the right to negotiate the sale of of said soul. Furthermore, our attorneys will see to it that life on Earth as you know it is not worth living. What's going on? Now, I've seen many disclaimers. Remember <laughs> this, this when is... you had tapes and you put the tape in and be like, FBI warning, don't copy this yeah. tape. We will know. Yeah. How y'all gonna know F the B and the I? Okay, y'all on Twitter are still looking for people from January 6th. Somebody, can y'all tag them? Can y'all tag who in this photo? Do yeah, y'all right. know them? And you telling me the FBI was going to like figure out that we copy tapes? Bye. But I love that this is like, it, Ty Warner, I am the devil. Yeah. And I will Lizzie, own your soul. Hearing you read that and seeing you read that was scary for me because I felt like <laughs> we lost you for a second. You were like, okay. And the warning said, if you ever come to me, we will take your soul. And, and I felt like you were not present. You like left the room. I, it scared me. They were like, we will kill you over a stuffed animal. Wow. That's really shocking. I'm surprised. I would think like Christian, the Christian motherhood nation of Beanie Baby purchasing would see that warning and be like, listen, this guy jokes around about the devil. I'm now, out. you know Christians love some property, okay? Yeah, but like a joke about their souls being stolen? True. I mean, maybe, maybe they're, they're not fine these. print readers. Stealing is a sin, you know? <laughs> I, I, I could tie it back to this. Don't bat your eyelashes at me. <laughs> So the Beanie Baby bubble. Because the manufactured illusion of being highly sought after was popping, Beanie Babies became a highly sought after, like, thing. Like, yes. people wanted them. They wanted to collect them. They same with Pokemon to... cards, like we were yeah. talking about. I wonder if Pokemon did the same thing where they only let a few stores they have They must a little... have because trading them became expensive. It was like, we want this, these cards that we've never seen And we before. had our parents running around to different stores. Yeah, and this was sure. like basically the little kid stock market. Like, yeah, all the right. stock market is is vibes. Exactly. You know, when uh, Peloton went down 13 points because Mr. Big died on the Peloton in Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, sorry. All uh, the little kids sold their Pelotons. Yeah, all the kids sold their Pelotons. Yeah, that's literally, it's the child stock market. It works the same way. And shout out to people who work at Peloton because I know y'all tired because every other week if you in Peloton PR, you're like, oh God, I just feel like they're sitting in a fiery room just like, this is fine. Like every week, like they tried to fix the big thing by making a commercial with Chris Noth and then it came out that Chris Noth had allegations of sexual assault. They're like, wait, no, no, scrap that. And their first commercial was the girl, the woman at Christmas, right? Being like, thanks, honey. And she was trapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, thanks for this bike. I guess I'm a fat load of shit. Right. It was like she had just had a baby. So it was like, here's a Peloton bike. Get that baby weight off, you trapped woman. And the Peloton was like, no, wait. Like, No, wait. Uh, Our bikes aren't for misogynists. They're for rapists. I I know they are tired. Yeah, you're right. They're working very hard. 
I feel like that's like having the publicist of like who's like like if you're Kanye's publicist you're like mm-hmm. oh, here we oh, go what again. is on Instagram all right we're gonna get on Instagram chat uh, yep, somebody yep. yep it's like exhausting in 1995 Ty discovered that he temporarily retired a specific Beanie Baby for a certain amount of time so he discovered that if he retired the Beanie Baby uh-huh. for a certain amount of time, he could create a false scarcity and drive up the value. When a Beanie Baby was retired, its price could jump from $5 to $15 to $20, though some sold for thousands. Yeah. So then he was like, I'm going to take the elephant off the market. I'm going to take the aardvark off the market. So these are the original NFTs is what yeah. we're saying. Yeah, literally. Well, the original NFT is that album that the Wu-Tang Clan right, made right. and they sold to Martin Scarelli right. and there was only one album so shout out to Wu-Tang Clan for the NFTs uh, which are apparently destroying the environment. Magazines such as Mary Beth's Beanbag World. Okay, wow so Mary now Beth. Mary Beth has made a whole industry off of this industry and we have a picture of Mary Beth's Beanbag World up oh here. Mary my. Beth did you make this on what was that? I had to take a computer class to make magazines. It was called like Mary Adobe Beth. something where you can make a fake magazine cover and it looks exactly like this. Oh like this is what we were doing in middle school. Wait, why does it say okay, first of all, Mary Beth is a gorgeous looking woman in her maybe late forties. Right. And she's giving us a bayang, she's giving us a balayage blonde with the dark roots. She's giving She's giving a carpool. It's giving, I go to the soccer game, but I put a little Chardonnay in my Starbucks cup. Right. But why does it say, why is like a subtitle on the magazine? It says, yours for a night at the, there's a picture of a Beanie Baby underneath that says, yours for a night at the Manhattan Four Seasons Hotel. That sounds sexual. Is this the prostitution of Beanie Babies? Are are they trying to make the kids hump the Beanie Babies? Well, this, Mary Beth doesn't even look like she made this magazine for kids, to be honest. I feel like I did hump some stuffed animals as a kid, but this just feels a little too elusive. This feels like they're trying to get me to hump it. That's not... This is like a discreet meeting. Like, if you want us to set it up... at the Four Seasons? At at the Four Seasons for you, secret rendezvous. We'll give you a secret name. And it's like a white, (laughs) rich-looking baby bear. We'll post it on the uh, Beanie Baby on the Instagram, but it's giving Sugar Daddy Beanie Baby. Yeah, and he's got... He's not even really... I can't believe he made the cover honestly because he's not even really that interesting of a beanie baby he's not giving no like I mean they did cross his legs and try what's to give on him his a little shirt I a don't twig? know a logo a tree oh and we're zooming yo a little Christmas it's tree? a little Christmas oh, tree oh he's a Christmas bear okay I'd fuck okay. him okay <laughs> <laughs> And they got 65 new products from Ty Beanie Babies, Beanie Buddies, Beanie Kids, Addicts, and more. What does that say? Adios? Arios? Aries? Addicts. I'm seeing addicts. addicts. It says addicts. Oh, Beanie Kids, Addicts, and more. So if you're addicted to Beanie Babies, you can show your... No, no, it's not addicts. It's attics. Oh, yeah. Oh, like they're fanatics. Like they're... No, I think like addicts, like the space above your house. Oh, Which makes the least sense out of all of the options. filled with Beanie Babies. I really tried to make that make so much sense. The longer we look at this magazine cover, the more insidious it is becoming. The more confusion that I have. It's sex. It's dark secrets in an attic. (laughs) It's This is cosmopolitan for Stuffed animals? It is. It is. 23 ways. 65 new ways. Please, Joe Beanie, baby. (laughs) What? Oh, my God. No, this is terrible. 
On a side note, do you remember as a little girl reading those Cosmo yes. and it was like titillate your man by using your teeth on his dick. He'll simply love it. Cosmopolitan is solely responsible for having us put ice in our mouths for oral sex. There were things that people should never shit. do. Why? I think they just needed to think of 120 new things for every issue. So they were like, I And they were trolling us. They, they were well, trolling they, knew. They, they were like, our target demo secretly, even though we're never going to say it out loud, is 11-year-old girls. <laughs> Who have bought, who took this magazine from their moms or still from the grocery store, whatever. It's like no actual adult woman waiting in line. No, (laughs) twenty five ways to please your man. Yeah, chomp up his pubes, fill your teeth with them, and then smile at him. Like there were things like that. They weren't lacy. They were think they were as unhelpful as that, if not more. They were telling us to do wild stuff. Yes, they were. I remember. I think I read one where it was like, "This is explicit, y'all. If you got your kids listening, I told you have them stream on another device. I need the streams." Uh, but <laughs> I, I feel like I read in one of those magazines. I won't say which because I don't want to indict any of them if I'm not correct. But it was like, oh. It, your gag re- reflex too strong during oral sex. Lay on the bed on your back and then tilt your head off the edge of the oh bed and do my. orals like that. I was like, what? This is, this is honestly our culture, though. Like, gag reflex too strong? Chop off your head, you stupid pig. And why don't you die? <laughs> Because no man will ever want to be with you. No man will See ever you want week. you. <laughs> Fifteen lip glosses. If you don't have them, you're ugly. It was like a list. <laughs> Fifteen lip glosses you can eat so you don't get hungry for real food. <laughs> Appetite suppressant lip glosses. <laughs> Just lick your lips, girl. It's a meal. Oh, man. The Still dark hungry? times. You're selfish. Right. <laughs> you're selfish. People are starving. Put down that burrito. <laughs> oh, man. The, the diet culture, all of that shit is a scam. Wow. So Mary Beth got her magazine. And okay, she out here Beth. slanging the Beanie Baby fantasy in the magazine. It would act like a guide to the market and give buyers and sellers reference points for negotiations. So now she's being like, I know which Beanie Babies are hot. I know which ones are sexy, which ones are worth the most. Girls, get into it. This is your new form. Which ones are endangered? What's yeah. going on? This is your new business insider. Do you think she had an in with Ty? Or she was just like a super fan and Let's she could see. read the room? Because like the thing is, is once you create something, if it's successful enough, there will be people who create things off yes. of that. Right, you know right. what I mean? It's like when Apple blew up, the app store, people created apps for Apple. You know, right. like people will find a way to get their coins off of your coin. That's right. Always. Or even if it's like a, like the Walking Dead podcast, it's like everyone loved the Walking Dead and then someone made a very famous podcast that's about so it. That's so true. Actually, can I plug something really quick? Yeah. I actually have a podcast that's the Lacey Mosley fan club I podcast. Can't. And I you guys can curious. tune in. Um, I get paid $40,000 an episode by Lacey to have it. So if anyone <laughs> I need the to exposure. be my guest on it. <laughs> Listen, Lisa got followers. I need the exposure, honey. Okay, yeah, we just recapped this podcast. It's like, and then there was another tangent. And then she said, so, because she says so when she goes back into the material. I listen to these podcasts and I, like, give myself notes and it's insane. One of them is, like, stop talking about politics so much. But do you ever, um, like, tickle yourself? <laughs> like, you're listening and you're like, hmm. I'm kind of funny. Wow. I'm on I'm, other I people's know I was podcasts. Say that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But most of when I listen back, I hear everything that everyone else said. Because when I listen, I have an improv ear. So I'm hearing you and I'm listening, but oh. I'm listening for the thing that I need mm-hmm. to take to the mm-hmm. next thing. Mm-hmm. And then when I listen back, I'm like, oh shit, this was a joke that I missed. Or, you know, like, yeah. 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 So <laughs> a little inside the, the podcaster studio. <laughs> All right. So in it, in this Mary Beth magazine, she had full page ads for services such as smart, healthy tag protection. So oh you can keep your tags God. looking cute. Asking, 
How do you protect an investment that increases by 8,400%? You got to keep it in a pristine room. I'm sure they're selling little Beanie Baby refrigerators. Keep your beanies on ice. Oh, my God. Towards the late 90s, price projections for Beanie Babies were widely publicized. A Beanie Baby bought in 1998 at $5 was projected to be, depending on its relative rarity sell at the time of its original cost, like it could be more expensive. And drastically more expensive. Yeah. Apparently up to like 8,400% more expensive. I'm just so... The more we talk about this, the more deeply sad I'm becoming for my childhood self. Because you don't even know how bad I wanted to play with that little dragon. And I didn't allow myself. Because this is not... It wouldn't be financially <laughs> you were a responsible person. for me you to play with You were a business it. baby. Those it's are my prob- favorite it's babies. It's still like Get in a, a job, shoebox in my dad's house. I never got to enjoy it. So... Am I doing math correctly? Would I just do five dollars times eight thousand four hundred if that's the percentage? If it's oh no no no, I wouldn't because a hundred percent of five dollars is five dollars, right? So I do eighty four hundred divided by a hundred, which I know is eighty four, then multiply that by five. So a five dollar beanie baby could be four hundred and twenty dollars. Gorgeous. That's a that's a nice little. That's you know what I mean? Leap. That's what we're doing right now. NFTs are beanie babies. And now look up here. We got another <gasps> image. Up I remember here. him. So this is an advertisement. So this is Stripes, and Stripes was a bad bitch, a very rare beanie baby bad bitch. Okay, and we're seeing this. Oh, they had birthdays. Oh, I forgot that they had birthdays. Yeah, I remember Zodiac that because that would really get you if you found a beanie baby with your birthday. You'd be like, this is my son. Yep. It would be irresponsible for me to not adopt. So June eleventh is a Gemini, right? I don't know. I believe that's a Gemini. So we got a Gemini tiger. That feels rare. It's giving expensive. It's giving money. Oh, my God. Yes. Look what it says under that little beanie baby. What does it, it says, say? It says jungle life was hard to get by. Like as if they just made it out of the jungle. So, so now that... it's a rescue. Yeah, it, it wow. is. Wow. And so I love it. It came... is a Gemini. So this is a Gemini tiger bad bitch rescue. And they got two of them. So it's like the twins. Oh. And so the total... <laughs> Listen, I, if I know anything about the rarity of these Beanie Babies, these two need to make love immediately. So the issue price was $5 for these Bad Bitch Gemini Tiger Rescue Beanie Babies. 1998, the value was $250. And then in 2008, it was valued at $1,000. No, it was estimated to be valued at $1,000. Well, yeah. There's no way it was worth that in it's, 2008. I mean, it's not worth that, period. It's a piece of fabric with some beans in it. So what is this a page from her magazine? I believe so, yes. Because it's saying issue price, so 98 value. Oh, my God, this is crazy. And she's got recommendations. This one has two thumbs up, highly recommended. It says reduce values up to 50% unless... Unless what? Unless mint conditions. So, Lisa, you were doing the right thing mint by keeping tag. these in your shoebox. But I know girls who had, um, like, the covers for their tags. It was like a little plastic hard shell that you clicked over the tag to keep it oh. pristine. And she's slanging those in the magazine. Of course she's she got is. tag protectors. She's like, I got everything you need for your Beanie Baby investment. And for me, like, this does seem silly because it's a stuffed animal. However, it's the same thing as trading stocks. It's the same thing as NFTs. Like, it is. It I mean, essentially the is. The value with, that with it has is the value that we on. give it. Is the same with the Beanie Baby with the tag on. Yep. And people used to do that. That was like a big 2000s thing. You would leave the sticker on your fitted cap mm-hmm. to let people know it was in mint condition, even though you were wearing it on your head and getting 
hair sweat <laughs> and, and hair dandruff and whatnot in it. You know what I mean? Uh, my body's a store. My hat's brand new. My my head is a shelf and the hat's simply sitting on it. Why were we doing that? I lived in Miami, Florida for a year when I was 13 and it, sneaker culture was really big then and I remember everyone would walk like very flat-footed in their sneakers right. so that they didn't Don't crease, crease them. Yep, yep. Yes, and one time Trick Daddy came to our middle school which was portables because they were making another middle school. This is Florida. Uh-huh. And so every day at three o'clock in Florida, it would rain. And so we would have to be do- ducking and dodging, going to the next portable in the rain. But and every one time, time it would rain, Trick Daddy would come. He would appear. Listen, so Trick Daddy has a niece named Suzuki. <laughs> this is true. And Suzuki uh, went to my school and he would come visit the school and check on Suzuki. And Trick <laughs> does love the kids. He would come out and sign people's tennis shoes and stuff. Wow. It was just like, oh, Trick Daddy here. Like, people would pop into our classrooms and be like, Trick Daddy here. And we'd be like, all right, we're getting up and leaving. And our teachers would be like, okay, because, like, it's Miami kids. You're not, if you're a teacher, you're not fighting Miami kids. Miami is wild. You know, one time in Miami, a, a big a big old bitch named Lala threw a desk at me. Uh, I dodged it, but she did throw a desk teacher? at me. No, she was not a teacher. She was a student, a very a strong student. Wow. And um, I was a cheerleader, and she was mad at me for something, and I had a smart mouth, and she threw a desk at me. I dodged it. Wow, of course you I did. did. And then we had security guards. I remember we had to go to security, and they were, and they were like holding back laughter, because basically what I said this was so fucked up. I, I'm gonna work on myself. Um, <laughs> I was like, if you fell off the face of the earth tomorrow, nobody would give a fuck but you and your damn mama, and because she had said some spicy shit to me, so and she I had, had already thrown a desk at you. No, at this then point. she threw the desk, oh, and, okay. and honestly deserved, because I basically said that her life didn't matter, so right. that was not right. And that's not like really a good thing. to No, someone. it was very mean. I'm sure Lala was going through a lot, and I. I shouldn't have said that. Um, but Lala, you know, if you're listening, I think this is a formal If you're listening, apology. Lala, this is my formal apology. <laughs> um, but you did throw a desk at me, Lala, so don't try to come at me, because, okay, she was very strong. It was a desk with a chair attached, too. Oh, it shit. It wasn't just a regular <laughs> okay. big-ass desk. Okay. Um, but, yeah, shout-out to Lala. So <laughs> we're learning Mary Beth's got all this information on how to keep your investment preserved, mint condition. However, according to modern experts, they may all that stuff up. Duh. They had no experience in plush collecting and absolutely no experience in Beanie Baby collecting. So Mary Beth was just like, these are what I think works. I mean, that's honestly well, where everything duh. comes from. And also, who the hell had Beanie Baby collecting Collection experience? experience. You can't falter for that. Yeah. I think she, she made a magazine and she went on, what is the name of this fucking program because I had to use it in school. Is it called InDesign? It's called InDesign. Uh, Shout out to anybody who used InDesign in school and learned how to make a magazine cover with your face on it. That's what Mary Beth's magazine cover is giving. It's is giving that InDesign. what started this whole journey for you, Lacey? You <laughs> saw yourself on that magazine and you're like, I'm going to stop at nothing to make that happen. Oh, yes. I say it all the time on this podcast. You cannot be a scammer if you don't have a passing familiarity with Photoshop, right. Adobe. Get, get on the platforms. Learn the edits. I would love for you to find that and <laughs> reveal it to us if you can. Oh, man. I got to hit up Miss Candy. My teacher, see Miss Candy got them in design. What's uh, going on here? You A school full of ca- candies and lalas? I'm just not buying it anymore. So Candy was in Texas. Okay. And Candy was our messy teacher who let us, like, kick it with her and do gossip. Okay. But we also made magazines. I'm just saying it's coming off a little bit like you never once set foot in a school <laughs> and you're making up fictional characters to support it's some sort of... It's not giving you were educated. <laughs> it's giving scams. Yeah, yeah. I was in class with Lala, Candy, Pee-Poo, um, normal, normal kids and normal stuff. Normal kids, normal names. <laughs> Regardless of the, you know, legitimacy, the popularity of such advice led to collectors investing in stuffed animals listed at collector's prices, such as $250, hoping to cash in years later when they appreciate value 
a lot, you know? Ultra-rare, super-valued beanies were fabled to be to pay for retirement or a kid's education. If my parents was like, your college fund is a beanie baby, let's fight. Let's right. get in the fisticuffs, mama, daddy. We're we're having a group fight. Because what? You, this is my college fund, this stuffed animal that you put some plastic over the tag. Mm. I'm fighting. But if you sold it early enough, you actually could make a real coin in the market with the bubble. I guess we all got greedy and thought, no, yeah. I'll hold on to it for another 60 years. The mania. Like many new schemes, some of the very first investors did become rich, which is what we were just saying, which naturally fueled others to believe that they could, too. The Beanie Baby phenomena was thrown into mania. In 1999, Jeffrey White, a career criminal from West Virginia, shot and killed a co-worker after what? an argument about several hundred dollars worth of Beanie Babies. Oh, my God. I got goosebumps. It's terrible. Oh, my God. That's Wait. so embarrassing. If I get murdered over a stuffed animal, y'all better not say that at my funeral. Okay? <laughs> y'all better say I, I I died being a marine biologist. Don't y'all tell nobody I was gunned she down for a beanie baby. She died being a marine baby. biologist. She saw a gorgeous dolphin, and she kissed it too hard and died. And that's always what we knew would happen to Lacey Mosley. We did. We knew. She loved the dolphin so much. Like, please don't tell. That. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Cashiers were held up at gunpoint by thieves only interested in beanie babies. Can you imagine yeah. you're a thief? You put on your ski mask. Uh-huh. And you go in with your Glock. And you're like, hands in the air. Give me them. Now give me all them little tigers and all them little white bears. And give me that aardvark and also that seal. Mm-hmm. And, and, and y'all got a blue whale? Run it up. And, give and, me that and, too. And, and the check bag. quick, if anyone has a birthday July 12th, just check the tags because that's my birthday. And I, I think it'd be good if I and had a little And you better guy. not put no dot packs in there either. And if y'all got any ta- Tauruses or Sagittarius beanie babies, you better give them to me too right now. <laughs> I know they birthdays. Don't play with me. Like, what kind of robbery is this? Hilarious. Uh, Love that for y'all. Cashiers were held up at the gunpoint, right? Perhaps the most infamous story is the divorce of collectors Francis and Harold Mountain. The now viral photo depicts the couple separating oh, their mountain of several hundred this. Beanie Babies on the courtroom floor as ordered by the judge. God Meanwhile, damn. by 1998, Ty Inc. was bringing in more than a billion a year in profit. And now we're looking at Beanie Babies are tearing up homes. These people are in court and they're like, okay, so what do y'all want to do about the custody of your children? We don't give a fuck. I don't know. Weekends, too. Days. But these beanie babies put them on the floor. This is we're so fighting. upset. I've seen this picture before. I think it was like yeah. viral on Twitter for a second. It was viral. But the way these people, they're dressed nicely like to be in court and they're squatting on the ground like animals, divvying up their toys like children. It's crazy. But honestly, isn't this the metaphor for divorce? You are basically divvying up your toys, your toys like yeah, children. Yeah. It's you so know, true. whether it's a car or a house or your daughter, it's kind of divvying up. So do you think right now in this picture they're like choose they're like team captains and one goes and then the other goes? They have to. It has to be a back and forth. I'm getting the leopard. I'm getting the dog. I'm getting Mufasa from the Lion King. And then they just go from there. If they're that important, why are they strewn about the floor? Right. Like y'all that? can't put a tarp down or something? Like, <laughs> this is very ghetto. For these sexy little yes. beans. Yes. Also, like, honestly, I'm down bad and sad if my divorce ends and us scrapping on the floor yeah. for stuffed animals. Can you believe? Y'all been through so much. Y'all got married. This is very sad. It like, is your very daddy walked sad. you down the aisle for you to be fighting at the local courthouse for some plushie toys wow and do you think they got they probably got like counsel before they came here to like she was off talking to her guy being like okay so when I go in what do you think I should get and he's like you gotta get Sammy <laughs> Snake you gotta what? get 
you know? Her lawyer's like, you deserve Sammy Snake. Yeah, you yeah. helped him build his business. When he had erectile dysfunction, you stood by him and he cheated on you. You getting Sammy Snake. When you go in there, you die for it. Like, what? what yeah. is the... I feel like I'm paying a lawyer too much an hour for me to be the one on the floor. You go down on the floor and fight uh, for the Beanie Babies. I, I'm not doing that. So, the bubble and its burst. Ooh, tell me, I can't wait. After years of limited releases actually being mass-produced, prices declined. So they flooded the market and acted like they weren't flooding the market, and prices declined. And many realized their highly priced collection wasn't worth as much as they thought. SNL actually just did a bit about Beanie Babies um, recently, where they were talking about a guy who was like, this is my—he was like, oh, I've got my money saved up, I invest. And then he walked over to a shelf of Beanie Babies in 2022. But these, I feel like there's a part of me that thinks this is going to come back around. And in like 30 years, these actually are going to be worth so much because I of all of this. feel like people think that. Because even right now, you and I are talking about them in like a funny, haha, they're not worth anything anymore. But they're still, we love to talk about them now as in like, remember that scam from the 90s? So in like 50 years from now, they'll be like, oh my God, these are the things from that scam in the 90s. Like they'll become important again. I'll argue this. I don't think it's going to come back around simply because... Y'all know I got a marketing degree, right? I had to take economics. Um, The tulip bubble was really big for a time. And tulips have never been valued as much as they were during the tulip bubble. So I don't think that the beanies are going to come back. Are you talking about tulips, the actual flower? Yes. Okay, but those are growing. Beanie babies are no longer being made. That's true. That's true. Maybe a rare one on Amazon could fetch you a little bit. We got to get people back into Beanie Baby Collective so we but can like, run it up. This is our NFTs. It's better for the just, environment. We're not producing anything anymore. <laughs> just trading what's already out there. Y'all get on Amazon. Buy them Beanie Babies for 22 cents uh, uh, on uh, Buy It Now auction. And- uh, even just for like the vintage toy angle alone. Because like remember Furbies were huge. No one gives a shit about Furbies anymore. But yeah. but actually maybe if you were like here's a Furby from 1994. Do you want to buy it? I'd be I like feel like maybe you have to I repurpose do. it into something else. Like put Beanie Babies on shoes or put it on the shirt and then like put where the nipples are supposed Beanie to be Beanie Babies on Beanie shoes. You heard it here first. <laughs> There's a reason Lacey Mosley is a successful Get a, a famous rapper to wear them and then everybody's going to want a Beanie a beanie boobie and a Beanie a beanie booty. Okay? Maybe we can make it work that if way. If you do it, Lacey, See, everyone will do it. You're like the Regina George of comedy. You cut those <laughs> holes I wear out of your shirts, pants everyone will and flip flops. Yes. So I wore army pants and flip flops. As a result, Ty announced it would stop making Beanie Babies on December 31st, 1999. In reality, Ty hoped that the renewed interest would boost it back up. Shortly after, he announced that he would stop manufacturing at the demand of collectors. Ty used the illusion of scarcity to drive urgency, which drove prices during the small period of time up because people believe that they're rare items and genuinely limited in supply. The false retirement brought Ty a few more years of mania. But once people began discovering the lie, the urgency faded. Internet listings for rare Beanie Babies accumulated and prices dropped. So he was like, we're going to stop, we're going to stop. But he kept cranking them out. Oh, wow. Sales declined by more than 90% by the early 2000s. Most Beanie Babies were worth just 1% of their original sale price. No one was trying to buy the toys anymore, only sell. So at that point, if it's just people selling, like there's no demand for the buyers because no one wants to buy this thing that they know they can't offload for more. And uh, Gen Z, y'all bring back Beanie Babies. I feel like if anybody can do it, you can. TikTok, get the Beanie Babies, start doing dances. Put them on your shoes. We've already given you the gold. We have. So Ty Warner and Ty Inc. 
were not ready to let go. They were like, we not disappearing. Greedy. In 2014, he had reached solid billionaire status with a net worth of $1.76 billion. Wow. He was also accused of hiding $25 million in a secret Swiss bank account since 1996 and filing false tax returns, which I'm sure is true. Listen, I wish I had enough money to hide it from the government. Uncle Sam knows where my coins are at, but mm-hmm. I hope, <laughs> like, I hope I can hide it one day. How do people, hi- like, maybe this is a really ignorant question, but I've heard this all the time. You know, you hide your money in an offshore bank account, but don't, the government knows you made all that money, so they're like, "Okay, what did you spend the twenty five thousand on, or twenty five million on?" And then but you have once to make you send it to up? the Caymans, it's no more. And also, when you have a lot of money, like the IRS lobby, or excuse me, lobbyists, they lobby the IRS to make sure that the IRS is always underfunded so that they can't audit billionaires. Because basically, once you get to that status and you have that many businesses and that much money, you can throw a fuck ton of paperwork at them, like secession. You could pull up a right. beep beep. Beep, and it's just a truck full of paperwork. Right, right. Drown them. They don't have the manpower. It's easier for them to go out of, after the upper middle class, regular Americans, people who it's going to be less work and they'll get the coin, you know, over volume versus like going after billionaires where they'll spend the same amount of time and right. not necessarily get the money. And it's trash. I guess you could also say too, like, oh, I know you, it says that I made $2 billion this year and I only have one left, but I spent, I paid one girl $1 billion to sleep with me. And they can't and, disprove it. And you could also just be like the bit like Donald Trump has done for years. The reason he only had to pay seven hundred fifty dollars in taxes when he was in office, and we saw that for his personal income was because he's always like, "Oh, all my businesses are bankrupt. They're all failing. We losing money. I don't have no money for you, Daddy." I'm government. just a little boy with I'm my presto card. You can me on the bus, right? That's what he's doing. He's being yes. a little boy with the presto card. <laughs> I wish I could be the little boy with the presto card, child. They're like, "You an adult? Give us the money right now, or we'll put you in black ass Lauren Hill jail." Is that what you want? <laughs> Though he could have. Failed five years in prison for tax evasion, the presiding judge instead opted to sentence Ty to two years of probation, 500 hours of community service, and a $100,000 fine, so a slap on the rich wrist, on the AP wrist. His concluding statement regarding the prosecution of the billionaire was, I believe with all my heart, society will be best served by allowing him to continue his good works. This is what the judge said. Okay. Right, his good works of selling toys and also, making money. Also, his good works sounds the, biblical. Right. Like, this man's a little angel. How, how much money do you get for this, Mr. Judge? Ty called the near 20-year crime the biggest mistake of my life, the crime of him avoiding taxes that yeah. are necessary, that he should be paying because he's rich. Arguably, another was his 20-year crusade of plastic surgery that, even oh. at 70, kept his appearance doll-like. So he was like, I'm going to be a beanie baby, too. Oh, look at him. Oh, he's snatched. Okay, yeah. Okay. He's toy. Come on, facelift. I feel like if he, he, looks like if he turned around, there would be like a chip clip holding his whole face yeah, yeah, up yeah, like that. That's exactly right. It's very tight. It is Very tight. tight. Okay, he giving a little purse. Okay, he said, I'm going to be a bad bitch of the Beanie Babies. Not mad. According to a former employee, he would get his face stretched a few years before the toy fair every year and even used a black sheep embryo like injection to keep his faith youthful okay so he was getting embryo injections he was still in the stem cells this, he was like i'm gonna look like a beanie baby forever this information in combination with the like if you copy me else your soul will be sent to hell forever is like very i feel like this man might be satan it's given bedazzled it's given he sold his soul to the devil he's making threats on your soul i mean the man is 
evil. <laughs> I, and I mean, I told you guys, I say it over and over, evil keeps you young, you sleep better, not having empathy, you sleep real good, you get that good REM cycle. Wake wow. up refreshed because you don't care about nobody. Right. Uh, you know, turn evil. When you turn 45, just turn evil so you can live longer. I plan to do it. Neither Ty's wealth nor appearance did not suffer with the ruling. And today his net worth is estimated at $4.6 billion. Wow. Having more than doubled over the pandemic. Additionally, the Beanie Baby fad hasn't entirely disappeared yet. As recently as 2021, a highly sought after Princess Diana Beanie Baby was listed as having sold for $25,000 on eBay. This is the Princess Diana Beanie Baby. It's I purple. Mean, it's, it's a bear. Ugly as hell. I thought it was gonna look like her. What? I thought she Lacey, was gonna be. I thought she was gonna be. In have the, you ever seen the, a human woman Beanie Baby? <laughs> <laughs> they said Princess Diana thought she was gonna have on them thick socks and that and that sweatshirt that's so and cute. Real the human luxury. hair and a little what? tennis skirt. <laughs> And then holding a little African baby. That's what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so it's just a regular saggy-ass purple yes. bear with some sort of... But if of... you love Princess Di, which, like, the girls love Princess Di. I love Princess Di, too. And she's been gone for so long, but you can still walk into your local grocery store and you're going to see an uh, article that's like, how she really died. Or yeah, new yeah. Oh, information yeah. 40 years later. You know, 20 years later. Like, people yeah. love Princess Di, so that's that's working. The Princess Di Beanie Baby was released in 1997 following her death and it was a limited release that kept releasing so they were like oh it's only a few but like if you want one you can have it yeah I kind of love that although I'm like let that woman rest please y'all need to let her and Winnie Houston rest like I don't want to see no holograms of Nippy I love her so much I don't want to see no holograms of Princess Di y'all we can let people pass away I can't imagine it's hard enough being alive and having to work to be alive I can't imagine if I'm dead and they like no you still gotta show up to work (laughs) No, 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 no. You'll still be dancing on the Coachella and stage. And for free, no less. Right. So the seller had recently joined eBay and had no other listings. The bear shows that it was sold. The seller later relisted it at $17,000. So we don't know. Maybe this actually didn't happen. It's unclear whether the bogus transaction occurred or if beanies in general are now being used as a form of money laundering, like art. Oh, wow. Because maybe you can't be like, I got this $25,000 from selling this beanie baby. And I got another $17,000 from selling this other beanie baby. That's a good money laundering. Yes. If you can't buy a laundromat, Beanie Babies. Bean it up. It would also be an attempt to create another Beanie Baby bubble by creating the illusion of value. Modern experts say today they compare the NFT market to the mid-mania Beanie Baby market of the 90s, which is what we said. So, hey, wow, modern so experts. We're, we're also incredibly smart. modern experts. And beautiful. Yeah. What the I think, heck I think is we're going on? Experts. <laughs> Expert Jeremy Grantham said when comparing the two, it becomes a bubble when it disconnects from the value. The prices spiral up. Duh. There's an unshakable belief that there is no NFT bubble. And it's mixed with the anxious urgency to claim arbitrary digital items with arbitrary prices and the belief that their value will increase. So there's no, like, I don't think that people want a digital picture of a monkey that I can screenshot. Absolutely. It's like money laundering and like crime. And I love it. And it's a Ponzi scheme because when you sell NFTs, it's like a a CVS receipt. Blockchain is a CVS receipt. Basically, like, every time it gets sold, you get royalties off of it getting sold. And they keep track of that in perpetuity. And it's bad for the environment because I guess the computers take up a lot of resources. Oh, right. Those big ass, like, Mm -hmm. generators or whatever. One man, Arthur Sisko, is even creating a series of NFTs of his Beanie Baby collection. People could buy the NFT and ownership rights, but he would retain the physical Beanie 
Beanie Baby until the buyer traded the NFT token back. Wow. So <laughs> they're getting into it. In a world where set value is arbitrarily determined by whether one cartoon ape has an earring and one has a gold fur, even tangibility is arguable. Experts wonder if it can last longer than Beanie Babies. I don't know. I just feel like we're creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. The reason that we have to learn history is because it's cyclical. And if we don't learn it, we're doomed to repeat it. Um, the negative things and also the positive things. So I feel like this is just our Beanie Baby is NFTs. And I'm not surprised someone made a Beanie Baby NFT because it's like the nostalgia factor too. Right. Look at this NFT right here that we're looking at. Wow. It sold for this is, 3, 408, That doesn't US even dollars. surprise me anymore. At least this is like a piece of art. But you've seen the ones that are just like pixelated. <laughs> is it though? I mean, Lucy. I feel like this is what they mail you for the art school and they'd be like, can you draw this? And then you mail it back. Yeah, but you know the ones I'm talking about, right? The ones that are like made of computer dust. Yeah. I feel that, like this I could is better trace than this. that. You could trace this shirt. But still better than some of the other garbage I've seen. Certainly not worth millions in my eye, but what do I know? It's a good money laundering scheme, though, just like art, because it's like the eye of the beholder determines the market. So you can never dispute how much art goes for in auctions and stuff, which is why art basil is where all the criminals be pulling up. Right. Buying a banana that's nailed to a wall for millions (laughs) of dollars. I love it. It's crime. It's very cute. Um, now I want to buy a Beanie Baby while they're cheap just to have one to be a and part I'm of the kind robbery. Of, I'm like, do I call my dad and ask him to send me that little dragon so I can finally have yes. it? Yes. Uh, dra- does he still have the dragon? It's got to be somewhere in the basement for sure. Uh, your parents better than me. The summer that I was going to college, my mom like packed up all my stuff and was like, okay, so this is going to be your sister's office. And then I took a guest bedroom. Like when I'm home, I'm in a guest bedroom. Oh, I am too. But still, we have like a crawl space in the basement. Okay. So it's where everything is still remains. You I like know? You that. never go down there. I wish I had that. Literally, my guest bedroom was just filled with pictures of my mom. And then one time <laughs> I went in there and I went into the closet and my baby photo was in the closet. And I was like, really, Lori? Like, you going to throw me in the closet? Oh, Lacey, wow. I tweeted this picture a long time ago, but I came home for Christmas. And my sister and I both have like giant graduation portraits. And hers was at the top of the stairs in the most like light shining on it. And mine was <laughs> in a closet in the basement. <laughs> I was utterly stunned. I was we only have room for shook. one graduate. <laughs> well, we know who's the favorite. Right. Listen, I, we all, parents, I know y'all be having favorites, but luckily it worked out to where one parent is my, is I'm the favorite and the other parent, my sister, is the favorite. Oh, so, that's nice. They tell yeah. you guys that? No, we just know <laughs> from our experience. They divided you up like those people divided those bean babies bean And then my other court. two siblings with my uh, real father have the same situation where it's like there's two parents, so They're you like, get to I'll be the favorite one, of one. You take this one. Yep. I want Sammy Snake. I'll take Lacey Mosley. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the Sammy Snake to someone, and I love that. <laughs> guys, we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back for the saddest part of the show the end where i have to let lisa go but before that you're firing me (laughs) get your things and go scammer of the week robbery hey there we're vibe check and we are working on a special series called hey sis brought to you by ulta beauty where we'll be in conversation with inspiring black women creators in this series we'll be talking about all things black black joy black beauty and black stories 
And Ulta Beauty is celebrating Black-owned and founded brands. Brands like Curl Mix, Undefined Beauty, Bevel, which we all use here to shave, and the legendary Pat McGrath Labs, who's having such a moment right now. So head to your local Ulta Beauty store or Ulta.com to shop your fave Black-owned and founded brands. And check out Hasis, a Vibe Check series. You can listen to that wherever you get your podcasts. Y'all, I just saw this viral TikTok of this gorgeous woman in her 60s, and she was being interviewed about confidence, and she had the nastiest hair flip and the sickest jacket on. And I actually saw people, because y'all nosy as hell on the internet, going to find out where this jacket was from, and I was gagged. The jacket was like $8,000. I was like, um, that's a car. You're wearing somebody's like used Camry. And I love luxury, but I, that's 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 loud luxury to me. But wouldn't we all love some quiet luxury with the quality and expensiveness of that fancy 60-year-old lady, but at a price that doesn't have me fainting? That's why I love Quince, because they have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for only $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. That's not going to you know, have the repo man at your house. I love the silk top. I've washed it several times. It's still giving silk. Also, it's got a little stretch to it. So when it, it hangs on my body, it just looks so rich and fancy. But I'm not spending crazy, fancy, rich money. I know that's right. I love Quince so much. Y'all already know the deal. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash goddess and we are back and it's time for scammer of the week this is where we highlight a charlatan that's worthy of our praise or maybe not we'll see today we're talking about notorious influencer and snake oil saleswoman keeping with the snakes thing caroline calloway oh my god now I didn't get no warning that we was going to be talking about Caroline's alive ass again. Wow. Okay. The last time we talked about her with Jamila Jamil, um, things got a little dicey on the internet. <laughs> oh, right. I remember this. They got a little dicey. So Caroline Calloway has been accused of owing her landlord more than $40,000 in back rent. Earlier this March, Caroline moved out of her West Village studio having last paid her $2,734.64 rent in September of 2020. Wow. Wow. So she moved out earlier this March. That's 2022. The last time she paid rent was in 2020. Uh, March 2020? So like beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. Okay. And this is a picture of her in her house. And like, you can't really see it in this photo, but I've seen this photo online too. Like the floor is disgusting. There's like cigarette butts and, and animal droppings and all types of nonsense. She painted her microwave like, you oh know how you God. have the microwave that's, like, installed with the cabinets? She's just painted over it. Where? where? What color is that? I can't even identify it in this it's picture. It's not in this picture, but oh, there's okay. another picture. But she also painted part of the floor white. But when she painted it, she didn't pick up her dirty clothes or shoes or anything that was on the floor. She just painted everything that was, like, oh. available to vision. Love it. And was like, ta-da! <laughs> I love Caroline because she's the type of scammer who will never go to jail because when she gets caught up, she'll be like, it was an accident. Oops. Yeah. I didn't know I'm that I couldn't. D- yep. She, she's presto. I'm yep. a little baby on the bus. Yeah. She's giving I'm a little baby on the bus. Her landlord has filed a civil complaint in the New York County Supreme Court, further alleging that Caroline abandoned it 
abandoned it. Abandoned. <laughs> no, she did. She abandoned <laughs> the premises without informing them. They also filed several or they filed several photos showing the state of the apartment and like how it was left, which was filthy and derelict. That's a quote. Mm hmm. Caroline is also accused of illegally subletting the apartment to poet Rachel Rabbit White and Rachel's husband, Nico Walker. So she's selling it. She's slanging the apartment. Wow. She got it all Craigslist. She got it, you know. Oh, wow. They also look like criminals. They look like they were living in Caroline's cigarette butt apartment. The guy on the left kind of looks like um, Beans from uh, Lizzie McGuire. Oh, uh, yeah. What if that was Beans? He grew up and he started renting from Caroline Calloway. And it's all tied together bean, from Beanie Babies to Beans and everything's filled with beans and everything's a scam because people are just made of beans from head to toe. Filled with beans. Wow. Yes. Rachel White even tweeted that the apartment was her fourth in four months, further confirming that it was far from the first time that she had moved into an unauthorized apartment. Now, why y'all getting in Rachel business? Like, if someone said Rachel could move in, Rachel was moving in. That's not Rachel's fault. That's the subletter's fault. That's a, Yeah, right. Rachel didn't do nothing but come up. I'm not mad at you, Rachel. In addition to the total of $40,844.56 in rent Caroline owes, her landlord is asking for an additional $25,000 in damages. Because she was just in there painting all willy-nilly. It's like if you were on one of those um, home makeover shows, but it was just like an average person who had no idea how to make over your home. Yeah. I mean, it makes me sick that that she would like paint garbage and into the floor. That you move that bus sick. and you come into your house and it's just a bunch of live, laugh, love decal stickers on the wall from Target. Yeah. It's like wallpaper that you got and it's like halfway put on. Dead cockroach in the corner but absolutely <laughs> lacquered into the hardwood. No problem. Like a copious amount of cigarette butts. <laughs> You're like, this is the makeover? Yeah. Yeah, they have paint on them now. It's yeah, nice. You said that your kid loved... Um, <laughs> you said your kid loved smoke so we put these cigarette butts in her room. <laughs> You said y'all love to live, so I put live, laugh, love. Yeah, it's simple as that. Just instructions for living. Yeah. Live and laugh and also love. Don't forget to love. Right. You said you like this. Yeah, we painted it. You said you like blue. We went to Home Depot. Exactly. What, you don't like this? We painted your TV blue. Never live or laugh or love again, then. Right. See how that works out for you. We painted your carpet blue. Oh, you're not supposed to do that with paint? Oh, it's a little crunchy. But it's like a little crunch. It's ASMR for your feet. Right, but it's cute. ASMR for your feet. <laughs> but it's cute, though. Um, I love to see that Caroline's still out here scamming, running her cons. Caroline, don't pay that rent, girl. So is she still on the run? Uh, Yeah, she always will be. She's never going to jail. Wow. She's a cute, thin, white woman, and she's got charisma. How do you know that? I mean, I, I mean, I fought with her on the internet for a while, and then she dropped some nudes. If that's not charisma, I don't know what is. And she dropped the news to distract people from the fact that her book that was called Scammer was supposed to come out. And they were like, we pre-ordered it. Where are our copies? And she was like, I'm so sorry, y'all, the pandemic and whatnot, and also titties. Wow. Hello. Like, and, and I'm proud of her. I'm proud of her. What a great distraction. Nobody's wow. thinking about that I anymore. I got to try that next time. Oh, Lord. And now I'm scared because I know she's going to come after me. But she blo- she blocked me on everything, so maybe she'll never see this. We'll see. You you know, she's de- she's desperately listening to every episode you put out. Oh, she's, a, Lord. she's a fan. How could she not be? Well, Caroline, I'm glad you're still on the run. Don't pay that rent, girl. Rent is a scam. You, you keep running, girl. You get you another cute apartment. You write you another a book that maybe will come out and maybe won't. <laughs> Love that for you. Make another flower crown, sis. Amen. Okay? Yes. 
Well, guys, that brings us to the end of a fantastic episode. Lisa, thank you so much for being here. Oh, my here. God, Lacey, I adore you. In you person. know, anytime I see you on a bus, a billboard, or a poster, <laughs> I am absolutely taking a selfie of myself I alongside you. I when you see me in person. <laughs> No, I don't see you in person. I see you on TV. Somebody told, tweeted me a friend in New York and was like, I just almost got clipped by this bus. And then I saw Lacey was on the side of it. Yeah, right. Like, You're no. like, no, I don't ride buses anymore. Don't I'm implicate me. Don't implicate me in your, in your bus uh, vehicular assault. Oh, my God. Not just driving by and it's me. I didn't hit you with that bus, y'all. I would never hit y'all with a bus. <laughs> I would never do that. Well, we always ask on the show, where would you like to be found, Lisa? Oh, interesting concept. Um, at the Lisa Gilroy on all the platforms, mm-hmm. that's where I'm at. All the great content. I'm telling you guys, get into it. The laughs are abundant. Also, Lisa's just great to look at. So oh you're going to have a great time. Takes one. So good. <laughs> Congregation, guys, thank you so much for voting for the Webby Awards. Buy this merch. I'm about to flip all the merch. I'm about to take everything off the website. I'm a beanie baby. Yeah, and it's, it's all going to be gone. It's so exclusive. Get into this merch right now while we have it because I'm going to redesign some things. And that's on podswag.com. Also, guys, snitch on your friends and family at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Just make sure your scam is retired. Follow us on Twitter at scamgoddesspod if you just want to talk to me. I talk to people on the Scam Goddess Pod Twitter. I will tweet you back. Um, on the Instagram, follow us at scamgoddesspod if you want to see all the photos from the show, keep up with the show, mess, random things that I post. That's fun. And then if you like me and my shenanigans, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, Diva Lacey on all platforms. iCarly is streaming now, season two on Paramount Plus. Get into that. I'm trying to sell y'all all of my things. Woo-woo. Congregation, stay scheming. Scam Goddess. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, aka Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargbo, engineered by Marina Pais, and researched by Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming. This has been. A Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I wish I had a time machine. <laughs> I think about that TikTok sound a lot. Mooney, shout out to you. But like, a lot of us spend our lives like wishing that we had more time. We don't have Beyonce's hours in a day. She done scammed us with that. But we still have time. And the question is, like, time for what? If time was unlimited, like, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. That's why I really like the meditation in the morning, because I set my intentions. And sometimes it's just like, drink water today. Like, the goals don't got to be that big all the time. You know what I mean? And, like, therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can just do more of it. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, 
flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. You can just fill out a brief like questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch up anytime you want. So if they're not giving you the vibes, get you another one. BetterHelp is all about making sure you get the right fit. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash goddess today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash goddess.